welcome to Base Camp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is a show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Well, today we come in with one of our short format fire starters for men. I'm calling this one Building Bridges. For what it's worth, I am feeling incredibly optimistic right now. That may come as a surprise to some of you. It really hit me this week, this feeling that we're right on the verge of something historic, a restoration of our republic or a reclaiming of what is rightfully ours as we the people. I want to get a guest on to unpack the Act of 1871 and its implications. I mentioned this at the end of last episode. It seems this knowledge is making its way to the center stage. Were any of you able to do any research on this in the last week or so? I'm also starting to put together interviews that will serve us as a tribe no matter what happens in the world. If the shit hits the fan, what are our resources as men and what can we count on? Where is our edge right now as men? It seems we are being asked to transcend our boundaries, to integrate the polarities that have kept us divided. I hear it from both sides, left and right. I have been in both camps at different points in my life, and here is what you will hear. I can't talk to them. They are brainwashed. They don't listen. They are crazy. They are stupid. They are violent. If you move across the political spectrum in this country, it's the one thing that both sides have in common. They view the other side as a bunch of brainwashed idiots. I'm not sure if this way of thinking is going to get us there, do you? If what we have been talking about here the past 10 episodes or so is true, this polarity will need to be transcended. What work do you need to do? Let's not forget what we've learned about projecting our shadow. We all have a strong unconscious tendency to hide, repress, and deny all the traits that we don't want to own in ourselves. We then project them out onto the other person or other group, so it's always them. They are the ignorant ones, not us. They are violent, not us. They are brainwashed and conditioned, never us. They are wrong about something, not us. And finally, it is they who are arrogant and lack humility, not us. Do you see how prevalent this is in our thinking? To remedy this, we can get out one of the most powerful tools in men's work and just own the projection. So here we go. I can be ignorant of many, many things. There's much I don't know. I can be violent, angry. Sometimes I want to just burn this old corrupt system to the ground. Seriously. I can be brainwashed. My whole life, I have processed information that wasn't true, even though it was packaged as such. And so have you. I can be wrong about lots of things. Maybe I'm even wrong about this. And finally, I can be arrogant and lack humility. I can think I know more or am better because I do spiritual work or men's work, or I'm smart and well-read and so on and so forth. I can lack humility. This is a shadow that many men have. Can you find these in yourself? These qualities you project to the other side, whether the other side is on the left or on the right, this sort of owning your shadow is what helps build the bridge. Are you starting to see that? We have forgotten that we are we the people. There isn't a political divide in we the people. The divide is an artificial construct, an impediment or obstacle in our collective awakening. Sure, the mainstream media, which is controlled by the deep state and the CIA, stokes and fuels our division. This is by design. However, it is up to us to see this and ultimately decide, does this division serve us? Will it take us to where we need to go? Does it feel good to constantly put our friends and family members over there in the box we label as idiots or brainwashed or misinformed, even when you can easily make the case for this? Will standing above others ever awaken them? 
or do we need to figure out more elegant ways to build the bridges for we the people? I have work to do finding the new language, and I'm betting that you do too. This is perhaps the most important work you and I will do together. Do you want to be part of reclaiming we the people and look back on this time as the best thing that you ever saw happen in your lifetime? Then it's time to lean into your work and your courage. We're counting on you, my friend. For me, another area that I see that I can continue to develop is my ability to hold space for people that don't agree with my viewpoint. This seems to be really important right now. I'm really being challenged by that with the show. I want people to like me and respect me, although this desire has lessened as I've gotten older. My teacher Patrick mentioned this in the recent retreat I did with him. He reminded us to stand in the truth no matter what. Serve the divine and serve the truth. Then let the chips fall where they may. You might lose a few friends and family members as you continue on your hero's journey, but that's okay. Sometimes these people you think are gone circle back around further up the mountain. I got a great email from a listener that I wanted to share with you. He was so respectful and expressed how much he has enjoyed Basecamp and called out some specific episodes that he really enjoyed. He then expressed that the recent episodes on The Great Awakening and specifically the episodes where Q is referenced have been off-putting and out of alignment with him and his viewpoint. And I completely get this. I have an intuitive feeling that many of you might be sitting on the same unease and lack of resonance with some of these recent episodes. My question to you is, did you get anything from these episodes, even if you didn't agree with some of the content? Here is the email I sent back to him, and I hope it makes sense to you. I won't use his name, of course. So I said, thank you for your honest response and thank you for listening to Basecamp for Men. I think I understand where you're coming from. That being said, I wanted to clear something up as best I can. The Great Awakening is not centered nor dependent on Q for its momentum. It is a collective awakening to both the light and the dark. Q is simply a tool to help awaken many to the shadow. That's it, really. Then I go on to say, is Q a military intelligence operation? Yes, it is. Are they preparing to make arrests? Yes, they are. Is it going to shock the public? Yes, it will. However, beyond that, you don't ever have to go there, nor does anyone else. There are a lot of ways up the mountain and many versions of the hero's journey, and there seems to be a collective quickening happening right now. It's palpable in the air, isn't it? And then I finish with, I've done 75 shows now and only five or so mention anything related to the Q phenomenon. I will continue to serve men and serve truth and our collective awakening. Thank you for giving Basecamp a listen, and I wish you well. With respect, Tony. It seems we are being asked to forge new tools for the next chapters of our hero's journey. What has brought us this far may be inadequate for the next challenges. How do you do your part to build bridges? What part of you is beckoning for expression? What part of you that has been dormant is now being asked to come forth? Your voice, your heart, your truth? To steal a few lines from Andy Dufresne in The Shawshank Redemption, one of my favorite films of all time, if you've come this far, perhaps you're willing to come a bit further. I hope this episode finds you and finds you well. Your friend, Tony. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac and you're listening to Base Camp for Men. 